0: This podcast is sponsored by PICC, Florida's leading public adjusters for 22 years of handling residential commercial claims in Florida. Dealing with an insurance company when having a property loss can be discouraging. Let PICC encourage you and maximize your compensation. Please call us at 305-956-3666. Okay, good morning. Today's class is in the merit of all Kho in the world, to have mental health, to have Emonah, to have Yeshua, to have miracles, Hashem. Very auspicious day today is the Yortzeit, the uh, passing of Rabbi Nachman Ben Feige. Uh, we are feeding and living these classes every single day, and we today is the day that we can connect to him. And again, one thing is about Lahavdil, talking about going to the gym, and one day is working out. So we are working out. Whoever is listening to these classes is being sustained by the by these teachings. I'm being sustained by these teachings, um, pretty much my whole life. And today we have, we just have to talk about his greatness and just as some of his promises, some of his attainments and some of his really what he really told his followers and why is the world so obsessed 250 years later of a, uh, a breast liver in uh, Reb Nachman Ben-Feged. What, what is, what is, what is he bringing in modern psychology today that is changing so much of people's lives? And we've all recognized today, that you know we can 't just run to psychiatrists and fix problems, we can 't just run to psychologists and fix problems. There's a deeper essence today, and this is the, how Rab Nachman has been able to really change the world. He made some of his promises, some of his promises were very, very, very blunt, and he said, "The whole world needs me. Not only does the whole world need me, but even Jews and non jews need me." So you could see that even non-Jewish followers are into Rab Nachman 's teachings. Nobody really, really brings out emuna in faith like Rab Nachum. And this is where I'm going to take today from the book Tzadik. And I'm going to take also from the book called Through Fire and Water. Just want to remind everybody of the class, God willing. Please also share and rate the podcast. Also going to remind everybody of the event on November 6th in Meg and David. In, God willing, in uh, Brooklyn, B'shosh Hashem, with Rabbi Rush and Rabbi uh, Malka. Very, very excited for this event. This is going to be again November 6th. Please get your ticket. Really, really, really uh, amazing event and very excited for this event. So let's just talk about some of the things that Rav Nachman said, some of his attainments. We're also going to talk about some of Rab Natan, which is his disciple. And without Rab Nasan, we would have no Rab Nachman today. Rab Nachman said it clearly that without Rab Nasan. But what 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 are we tapping into? And today actually it's funny how his Yortzai, is on the Midah, on the, the of Spizin of today is, is Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu is known as Netzach, Netzach is, represents the concept of eternal, the right leg, the long run, the victory, going for the victory, same thing, Rab Nachman also represents Netzach, Netzach also represents the long picture, it's funny how Rabbi Nachman was an Aries, he, he, he was a leader. He led. He led. He led through that fire. And why Breslov Circles had so much opposition is because Rav Nachman basically, there was so much, it's, it's a brand new relationship to God. And, you know, it would be known that people would be, the amount of joy people would have praying. And today, prayer is in exile today. You see people's faces when they pray, it looks like they would just want to get out of it. They want to go in, get out as soon as possible. Get me into the quickest minyan. Get me the hell out right away. From it says you, through prayer you can change, you can change your whole life. And this is where today we have no time for nothing. And and because we we'll keep on running to different things in our lives, and very very important message, we should all understand that. There's, it's a cute message. There's there's just a cute story that I just want to say that, the story always 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 always, I've always connected to this story. Uh, at the end of the day, we, we have to make sure that we're going somewhere in life. And pa- Paulo Coelho says the story. And he says, there was once a businessman who was sitting in the beach in a small Brazilian village. He sat down. As he sat down, he saw a Brazilian fisherman rowing a small boat, right, towards the shore, having caught a, if, quite a few big fish. The businessman was impressed and asked the fisherman, how long does it take you to catch so many fish? The fisherman replied, just a short while. Then why don't you stay longer at the sea, catch some more? The businessman was astonished. This is enough to feed my whole family, the fisherman said. The businessman then asked, So, what do you do for the rest of the day? The fisherman replied, I usually wake up early. I go to the sea, catch a few fish, go back, play with my kids. In the afternoon, I take a nap with my wife. In the evening comes, I join my buddies in the village. For a drink, we play guitars, sing, dance throughout the night. The businessman offered a suggestion to the fisherman. I'm a PhD in business, in business management. I can help you become much more successful. From now on, you should spend more time at the sea, try to catch as many fish as possible. When you've saved enough money, you can buy a bigger boat, and then you can even catch more fish. Soon, you'll be able to afford even more boats and set up your own company with your own production for for plant for canned foods and distribution network. By then you will have moved out of your village and to Sao Paulo, where you can manage the headquarters to manage the other branches. The fisherman continues and says, and after that the business laughs. The businessman laughs. After that, you can live like a king in your own house. When you have time, when the time is right, you can go to go go public and sell your shares in the stock market. And after that, the fisherman says, the businessman says, after that, you could finally retire, you could move to a house, buy a fishing village. Wake up early in the morning, catch a few fish, return home, play with your kids, have a nice nap with your wife. And the evening comes, you can join your buddies and have a drink and play the guitar, sing and dance throughout the night. The fisherman was puzzled. Isn't that what I'm doing right now? (laughs) It's a beautiful story about Paul Coelho. How much we, what are we running to at the end of the day? We're Running, running, where are you at? We're just running. Sometimes we're running in life without the ball. And one thing about Rabbi Nachman the minute you wake up he tells us he, he tells us when you wake up in the morning you should think of this world and you should think of alam haba you should think there's another world also you're not just in this world there's there's purpose in life look for meaning look for depth in life don't just go through this world like everybody else and this is what really where really gives that gives us that relationship with us stop running what do you at the end of the day you're running to get back to the same place and it, it's such a it's a beautiful story that how many of us, we don't even realize, we just, we're just running in one big circle. And how much depression, and how much, uh, how much anxieties do we have, how much worries do we have about tomorrow, how much of this, and how much... At the end of the day, I never forget, in college, worrying about tests and all that, and I didn't even use 1% of my college education at the end of the day. It was just it was like such a joke. And it just goes to show you in life, and that story, what are you, what are you running to all the time? Start, start practicing. Living, live each day. Instead of constantly thinking, I need this, I need that, I need this, I need to be married, I need to have kids, I need to do this, I need to make money. It's, all the, it's never ending. That's exactly what the Yetzirah does. Ram Nachman brings us back to purpose. Rabbi Nachman says, whenever anybody wants to do anything for me, there's always going to be plenty of obstacles. The opposition stands mass waiting to thwart anything somebody wants to do for me. The reason is because once it's accomplished, so many stand to benefit from it. They all stand waiting in line. God made this contrasting that. The forces of evil mirror the forces of holiness. This applies that even to minor manners. So if you're going to get anything with Rabbi Nachman, <laughs> expect a lot of trouble. This is like an invitation to Breslov. Love. You want? you sure you want to get involved in Rabbi Nachman's teachings? But the, pur- the purpose, the fulfillment, the growth you have, unbelievable. But, if you're going to think that this path is easy, starting to have a relationship with your Creator is going to be easy. Starting to deal with, um, starting to judge people favorably is easy. Starting, Starting to be positive and have Simcha is easy. And so many people, they've tried this and they just completely fell down. Who said it was going to be easy? But once you understand the formula, once you understand through constant growth, you're going to get higher levels and that you'll never, you would have ever gotten before. So don't expect this to be easy. He said it black and white. Anytime I have a class, anytime... Uma, it's, it's nothing, but, it's nothing but, but desire, obstacle. Desire, obstacle. But at the end of the day we don't, we don't quit. He says, I've reached such a level of perspective, of perception and devotion to God that I would be able to bring Mashiach. He reached such a level that he was able, he promised this, that he was able to bring Mashiach. Yet I put everything aside in my life only to make, to bring people closer to God. And he says, how many times has my, my mouth been hoarse and dry from talking to you, each and one of you? My whole life I came here to serve, to help people get closer to God. So the Rav he, he could have reached in such a higher level. He was extremely confident and says, I can bring you to this, I can bring my, my smallest students, can be compared to the greatest Tzadikim. I mean, the amount of confidence that he had, Rab Nachman. And this is, Rab Nachman is not the type to go boast. Opposite. Everything was sent to God, but he knew his own worth. He knew the levels that he reached, and he knew what he went through, and he knew the power of his teachings. And he compares his teachings to Hungarian wine. That once you taste Hungarian wine, you go try to taste. Imagine you go to friends and you taste some three thousand dollar bottle of wine, and somebody tells you, "Listen, I, 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 you gotta, you gotta try this, uh, you know Herzog, two thousand twenty one. It's so good, and you can't even taste it because you you know what good you know what something tastes like. The same thing when you connect really to to Rav teachings, it, it's compared to Hungarian wine that you've tasted that Hungarian wine, you've tasted. You know, even when a person has a good hisbodedut and he feels like. Like he's in complete, complete separation from this world. And somebody says, go take this drug to get there. He would, la- You would laugh. You would laugh at the person. Because he says, I've already been there. I've already been there without the drugs. So you look at people that are trying to you know, create shortcuts. And you almost laugh at it. Because you know, you've been, you've been there already. And this is the greatness Is it. He says, I can make, I can make the most, extraordinary vessels. The only thing blocking is I am forced to make the tools by himself. This is where he, he clearly said by himself that he had to deal with a lot of it of, of by himself. And he says, I, will, I, I was told that once that the least of my followers will be, some, will be compared to some of the greatest of the And this is where it's such an important message to all of us to, 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 to recognize the importance of the Lakute Moran, which you speak about every single day and why we're so obsessed with these teachings, is because Rav Nachman says you will develop an extraordinary mind from a Lekut HaMoran. Not only did he say that, but we're going we're to get to exact same thing. He's saying, the beginning of redemption, now that it has come out, I want everybody to study Lekut Moran. They must study it so much that they know it by heart. Because it's filled with guidance, and it has the power to stir men in the way, like nothing else compared to it. It says if you understand this teaching you will not need any other books on moral guidance. Nothing you don't need anything else. If you have this, you have everything. And this is what I'm trying to do practically. I'm trying to show you that everything, all the psychology books, everything is really, really in the Kutemara. What we could do practically, there's a breast app. You could start on the Kitur. There's a breast app you can buy an apple. At least at least purify your Apple phone from all the garbage that we've we we've, we've had. Purified. Give, bring a nice app in there there's a breslov app it's a green app it's called breslov.org download the app and it gives you basically a portion of the day you can devote 5 10 minutes it has 3 minutes of the Kutemaran. 3 minutes of, 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 of a prayer 2 minute um, uh, one liners and and a story it's called it's breslov.org strongly recommended and guess what it's free You'll see something so free and so easy in your phone. You'll see the Yetzirah, even, even that you won't have time for. You can see everything to rest. It's, so, it's such an obstacle. So everybody should download that app today. That's how you can start connecting to his teachings on a daily basis. You could, even while you're waiting for an appointment. Ten minutes, read it. It's great for that ten minutes where you just sit down. Sit down in your car, ten minutes. At least you learn something. And you'll connect to Rav Nachman's teachings every single day through that app. Everybody's on their phone anyway, so that app is really, really phenomenal. Breastlove.org. you can just download it on, it's it's Rabbi Kramer's uh, app, Rabbi Kramer's app. So everybody should download it for free, this way you can get a little portion of this. Rabbi Nachman's telling us, he encouraged us to study this, he says it's a great mitzvah to study it, and in doing so, you could develop a great mind through doing so, because it's literal interpretation it's so deep and profound that one who studies it can purely change his mind. So we, we talk about people who... I've seen people learn this For myself also. It's changed my mind completely. And I never went to college for, psycholo- for psychology. Uh, you know. But, but because this teaching is so deep, from the teaching, it changes you. changes your brain. And you can see everything else in the world completely different. Everything else, the world has a different lens to you. Once you read once you get into the depth of these teachings. I've been studying it for years. And every time I study it, there's, a, there's so much depth. And this is what he said. In my teachings, there's so much depth. There's so much depth that it can change the way you look at the world. And when you change the way you look at the world, everything changes. You change the way you look at people. Imagine walking around and seeing only the good in people. Imagine what would that look like to you. Imagine what kind of life you would have. Imagine if you walked around with no fear and just... Just complete, complete trust in God that everything was happening for your benefit. I mean, what, what would that do for you? It would change your life. But when we're not at that level, we walk around with the opposite. He says there are people who will learn and pray by the means of this book. And he said if a person is prepared to sit and study his teachings, honestly, without trying to argue and, and, and find uh, all kinds of faults in it, person will be able, his, his teachings will, will be part of his whole, all his sinos in his heart. We'll be able to receive these teachings. And this is where you see today that the massive following that we have today. It's not because of me, it's because I'm feeding you guys the top of the top. You're getting the top of the top. And that's why you're getting so much benefits from it. And yes, it could take away your anxiety. Yes, it could take away your depression, even if doctors have told you, even if you're chemically, imbe- everything could change. Today we have neuroplasticity from Nachman's teachings can change your brain. If scientists will tell you neuroplasticity can change your brain, Imagine what this can do. Imagine what this can do. And you have to really believe in it. To the extent that you believe in it, is the benefits that you're going to have. And this is where Ram Nachman says that Likut, the, whole, the, the whole world depends on Likut HaMoran. And again, Ram Nachman was not the type of person to boast or to brag about his teachings. But when he was confident in something, he knew how to grab it. He knew and he spoke about it. When he says, Tikkun could save you from, God forbid, could, could resolve you from this issue of, of sexual blemishes. Believe me, you have to, the more you believe in the teachings, the more you're going to benefit. Many people don't believe in it, so they're not getting the benefit out of it. It's the bottom line. You know, Many people have told me, listen, I've tried the 40 Child, I don't see this. Day. So, what, what's going to help you? Pornography? Watching that? That's going to be the segula for, for you to attract a wife for that? So, but Rab Nachman knew that when we fall into, God forbid, sadness, there's very dark places that your mind can go to. And nobody, nobody, like I said before, I've read many teachings, nobody spoke about how to get up like Rab Nachman and Rabbi Nathan. I've seen, I, again, I, I'm, I'm not versed in every book, God forbid, but there's, a, there's nothing that talks about the coming back from love. Not only the recognizing that sometimes the fall was for the sake of the rise. That it had nothing to do with the fall itself. The fall sometimes was preordained. So we, 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 we can at least get rid of this guilt and shame and we can come back strong. That's ultimately what we want to do, and the Ramnach will, will tell you. And he says there was more than a hundred versions of his book Luqut Moran printed. hundred versions. From the and if I could tell you what Reb had to do, that again he risked his life. He almost got killed. He got was jailed many, many times. All he wanted to do is to produce the books. So the books would come out in writing. And what he had to go through, there was even a book called the Sefer Hanifra, which was called the burnt book, that the book had to be burnt. Because there was a decree, if the book was not burnt, Rav Nachman would die immediately. So they had to burn the book. And we know this is not a new thing. Rav Chaim Vital, Rabbi Nachman lost many children. Rav lost many children due to the power of these teachings. And we should all recognize the amount of sacrifice that all we have to do today is just follow the simple instructions of Ram Nachman and Ram Natan. We don't have to be so complicated. We don't have to be so smart. We just have to follow the simple instructions in these classes that God has given me the strength to do. And you will be fine. Not only will you be fine, but you will also come to a great mind. And this is where you have to all really, really believe in. And he said it very clearly. He's Nachman says, I pity two people. I have great pity on those who are able to draw near me and don't. And those who are close to me, but don't carry out what I say. I pity those people. I pity those people. Because everything is there. And the worst thing in life, the worst thing in life that I see, practically in my life, is when we're putting the energy in the problem, and not putting the energy in the solution. There's nothing else that drives me more crazy than that. Then people are putting the energy in the wrong things, put it into the solution. What are you putting the energy into the problem? Rab Nachman says, my teachings contain such a direct pathway to God, they're accessible to even everybody. A person from the highest level, he can get the clearest guidance, and a person from the lowest level, he can also get practical, dis- practical advice on how to search. So that's one of the things he's teaching. They're so profound, on a high level, there's deep secrets of Kabbalist, Kabbalistic secrets, and deep, 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 and yet on a simple advice, I could post it on Instagram and get people to relate to it. That's unbelievable. How in the world can you do such a thing? Post something so deep, and yet post it on Instagram and people can relate to it. And people can get hope from it. Jews, non-Jews, it just goes to show you that there's no, that's the greatness of, of, of Rabbi Nachman. He was able to contract his teachings to everybody. Custom size it to everybody. And he says, the Rabbi says, whatever I tell you my ideas is only the scraps of the level. That means wherever we're comprehending is on an extremely low level compared to that. And we should just have the hope to understand that Rav says, I can make you great. I can make the smallest and I can change your mind. Just stick with me. That was his main thing. Stick with him. His whole thing, stick with me, no matter what you're going through, no matter how bad the situation is, just stick with me. And, and this is exactly what we have to really, really connect to. We really, really have to connect to these teachings of B'Shosh Hashem, on a higher level, let's 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 just take some some um, some notes from Rav Zal, which is also very extremely beautiful. But but to to really believe and 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 again the when I see things and I see a book in psychology or I see a book in this, right away I'll know the the lesson where it comes from. The only reason I use those books like Letting Go is just to change the language so it's more relatable, so you can understand it. Bittle versus letting go. You know, hard to understand Bittle. Can you understand letting go? Surrender, you understand? Thinking greater than you feel, or Amuna or faith. We have to use different language today. I think that's where the issue is today. We're not, sometimes the language has to change, so we need to use, we go to these teachings not for their advice, just for their language on how to practically relate to. You're not the voice. Are you the voice? Mindfulness. What is mindfulness? Recognizing you are not the voice that you hear. You hear the voice, but you're not the voice. Exactly what Rabbi Nachman said. But today we need different language in order to relate it. Rabbi Nachman gave us a promise. And he says, praying for something for 40 days without a break is one of the best ways to make sure your prayer will be answered. So imagine you had an issue that you're dealing with your whole life. Ask yourself, how much time did you spend worrying? And how much time did you spend praying? I promise you, you worried consecutively. Did you pray consecutively? Pray for something 40 days straight. It guaranteed it's going to work. I prayed every single time I prayed for something. Guaranteed it has worked. Sometimes you're not going like, to like the packaging. You, you know, sometimes you, you'll, you'll, you have a lost package in life and you'll get the tracking number, but we don't know what the package is gonna look like when it comes back. Sometimes the box is ripped, sometimes the glass is broken, but you'll get the package, and that package broken could be the best thing for you right now at this moment. This is why our sages say that a bad dream is more beneficial than a good dream. How could that be? Because a bad dream will get you to wake up. A good dream, you're too confident sometimes. So sometimes we have to recognize the packaging in life doesn't always fit your agenda. And the, bo- and the greater you work on, on, on your own form of surrendering, the more you work practically, what has helped me practically is completely going to a state where I don't give things meaning, I'm curious. It's a curious a curiosity. Something happens, is it good? Is it bad? Let's be open. Who knows? We're the one that forms the vessel at the end of the day. So something can happen to you. You give it the wrong meaning, you close you close the blessing. You close meaning. So our job is things going to come to us, is it good? Is it bad? At the end of the day, we'll see. We'll see. It's always going to be good, but sometimes we can't see it through our lenses, and at the end of the day sometimes you'll take advice from other people and they'll tell you everything you're doing is wrong there's a great analogy there's a guy and a horse a guy, a horse and a kid right, so they're walking and they're saying, what's wrong with you guys two two people walking with a horse somebody should climb on it okay he puts the kid on the horse the father, the horse and the kid kid's on the horse, next thing you know somebody sees him What's the matter? What chutzpah? The father's walking the kid? The kid should be walking the father. So what happens? The kid gets off the horse. The father goes on. Another guy comes and says, you know, I can't believe this. You're letting, you're letting a, a little kid walk when you're more stronger. So what happens? The father gets off the horse. So what do they do? They both go on the horse together. Another guy comes from PETA. Cruelty to animals. Both of you on the horse, look what you're doing to the horse. You're killing the horse. You're, you're putting so much weight on the horse, the horse is going to, you're, you're putting cruelty to animals. This would be like a 2022 version. Right? Everybody has a different opinion. So what do they do? They both take the horse and they put it on their heads. <laughs> and somebody says, you chamorim, look at you too, carrying the horse on your head. So this is the point where we can get to we listen to everybody's nonsense advice, you end up putting the horse, you, you end up putting, you're the one carrying the horse. So you have to also, when you have a relationship with your Creator, when you have clarity in life, and your Simcha, you're going to have your own advice. You, you, you won't need a thousand advice from other people. Because at the end of the day, they'll find, everybody will find something wrong in what you do. You can't live like that also. So this is where, simplicity, there's nothing as great as the simplicity. The Arizal says, I came to my greatness through doing simple mitzvot with simcha, that's it. Because when you're in joy, your Creator opens up your mind and He gives you what you need to see. Reb Nachman of Toshin once worked very, very hard to build in Reb Nassim a Sukkah. When he sat down to eat, Reb Nachman told Reb how, how much satisfaction he had after working so hard for the mitzvah. Reb says, but have you ever cried out for a whole day? To see the taste of the sukkah, one thing is building a sukkah. One thing is yearning to be in the sukkah. So a lot of Rab Nachman's teachings are. Sometimes the preparation to get to the thing. Is greater than the thing itself. The preparation to get to the thing. Sometimes the preparation to the the the. the when I prepare for a class, it's it's the it's the. Every single day in his bodhidut, waking up with new advice and new knowledge and new ways of thinking and tweaking the class. That's sometimes more exciting than the class itself. Because it's the journey. So you yearn, you're connected in that area. Rav Nelson says something beautiful. He says, the reason why God helped me so much in my years is because I practice his bodhidut so much, I can't do anything without speaking to God. Rab Nasan, if you read his life story through fire and water, I can't tell you what he went through. I cannot tell you what he went through, but he was always crying out to God. Always, the whole point. The whole world was against him, yet he was always crying out to God. Rab Yitzchak once told to Rab Nasan, complaining that during his beth yet if he found it very difficult for his, to open up his mouth. Rav answered to King David had the same. King David also had the same problem. Sometimes he couldn't speak. Instead of getting up and abandoning his efforts. He would sit there even when he found himself unable to pray. He would groan from the depths of his heart crying out to God that his heart and mouth were closed. He would persist until God helped him to open up his mouth with fever. This is what what King David meant when he said King David sat before God. Sat before God. He didn't speak. And he always spoke to God in a different... Tefillah Le Tefila ve'anin. There was a different tefila. There wasn't the same tefila. It wasn't the same prayer. A poor person, a te- there was always a different con- he was always in a different channel. <laughs> you could see he was never in the same channel. You could almost explain 50 times. One day he was praising, one day he was crying, one day he was running from his enemies. And that's the story of our lives, by the way. Like the like the like our sages say the 28 times of our lives. There's a time to cry, there's a time to sing. There's a time to laugh. There's a time to quit. There's a time to run. There's a time to return. And connecting to those times is extremely, extremely important at times. We'll say a couple more things from his, from his book. These are just the gems. Reb Nachman says, when Jewish women light the light of Shabbat candles, they should have in mind that just as they're, they're, they're lighting the lights of Shabbat, that Reb Nachman's light should radiate in all worlds. Because imagine what a world would look like if we all judged each other favorably. Imagine what the world would look like. Imagine if we were able to walk into a Jewish community and we wouldn't worry about people talking bad or giving us an ayn and we just saw the love in everybody. You know what that would do? That would bring Mashiach. Imagine what that would look like. That's where we have to really get to. To get to, everybody should to take the Tzaddik's teachings. Rabbi nothing says, if somebody attaches himself to Rabbi Nachman, no matter who he may be, the Rebbe, the Rebbe will never leave him until he rectifies his sins. So you're guaranteed never to be abandoned. You'll never be abandoned as long as you stay into these teachings and have hope. Rab Nassim once says, they say that if, you could, if a person is not abreast of a he will be punished. Rab Nassim replied, that is not what he said. And it says, whoever sins will have to be punished for his sins. However, when a person sees the evil in himself, he will realize that if he was a breast over Hasid, he would not have so many blemishes. Isn't it beautiful? You would never think of yourself as a You would never... There's a difference between saying, I'm depressed and I'm broken. Broken is very healthy. There's times that we have to be broken. Depressed is a whole different, is a whole different world. That's a, from the other side. Broken, it's absolutely normal to be broken. How could you not be broken? It's physically impossible not to be broken. Unless you are doing something to numb. There's a lot of pain in this world. A lot of pain. But after brokenness comes joy. That is the difference. God forbid after depression comes nothing. But rage and anger. That's that's the big change from brokenness... God forbid, to the brush. Of course, we're talking, there's clinical, but we're, we're referring to the state of despair here, God forbid. Rabbi Nassim once met with Rab Nachman to visit a man who invested a great deal of money and effort in building a beautiful sukkah. Rab Nassim saw the sukkah that was not built full with all the halachic requirements. It wasn't exactly halachically all the halachic requirements. What would they tell him in another circle? What's the matter with you? You didn't know Huh? He would yell at the guy. But the Rebbe said nothing. The Rebbe said nothing. Reb Nassan also decided not to say nothing. Can you imagine they sat in a sukkah that was not halakhically required, instead of embarrassing the guy? When he later mentioned to the Rebbe the matter to the Rebbe, what did he say? What did you tell him? A Jew works so hard and spends so much money to make a sukkah. You want to raise the question about its validity? Because of your, your more stringent opinion? Do you understand how beautiful that is? You're missing the whole essence. You could be, okay, if it's not halakhically according to your thing, but you're going to put down the guy when the guy killed himself to fix it? If we were only so sensitive in, the, in, in our circles, that we would see the, the person's intention, instead of telling him what's wrong. Imagine a bar mitzvah boy getting up and doing a bar mitzvah. And he's practicing years and years, six months. And then one guy doesn't like the... the so he corrects him and every single thing, yelling at the guy. You're, you're missing the whole... You're missing... You're not... All you're thinking about is yourself. When you look at the person, what he's going through, and you see the big picture, you'll have a whole different opinion. But again, it's only teaching us that's a deficiency in ourselves. That's the whole point. The fact that you could see so much wrong in other people, it's because you yourself are full of garbage that has not been dealt with. And that is your problem. It's not the guy's problem. And that's what really changed my life from my teaching. I recognize when I was so bothered by people, I'm like, why am, I, why am I holding such garbage in my life? This is what I, why am I so bothered by this? And, and you see today, this is happening. Ram Nassan said, listen to what he said. Think about the next time you hate somebody or somebody bothers you. Just think about this line. And maybe you'll have a second opinion. I think this should be in every refrigerator. Ram says, I can find merit even in the worst person. Enough to fill many pages. This is because I know what people go through in life. Is that line? Ask yourself. You can't even think of a good thought about your wife. You can't even think of a good thought about your people, your mother. Look how much people are bashing their mothers and telling their their mothers destroyed their lives or they're victims to their childhood all day long. How many people are stuck like this? You cannot even you don't have no idea what what that person went through in his life. You have no idea. Rob Nathan did. So he was able to put himself in knowing what he went through, can you imagine what another person goes through. Hurt people, hurt others. We are not permitting behavior, but we are recognizing that not everything in life is about you. That is humility. When you could see that that person, if he doesn't work on himself, you won't judge. Not only will you not judge, you'll find so much good in the person that you can change the person. It's It's another level to be on. Can we write five pages on people that we dislike? Probably not. We are not at that level. But at least we could yearn to at least not judge them and say, okay, I don't see anything good, but let me not opinionate on it. At least if we got to that level, we would be at some kind of level. And this, you'll see, you'll see, this is when I tell you that through his bodhidut and through praying and through Nachman's teachings, you will become a better person. Your relationships will become better. Your life will become better. Everything will become better because you are going to get rid of your own crap and your own stuff that's, that you're reflecting and you're projecting on people and you'll be dealing with your own reflection. And when you see the reflection, you'll deal with it and you'll elevate it instead of taking all the garbage in our lives and projecting it to other people. Just look at the news. Look what's happening in the world. It's so obvious. But again, we, we, we can we can at least close our eyes and if you have a problem with your parents. Remember that one line. If he was able to write about the worst person pages of of merits, can you maybe now rethink your childhood maybe? Can you maybe now think of, it's never too late to to have a happy childhood? Instead of how many people I see in the worst positions in their life and they blame their parents, it's time to rewrite the script. And that's something that you will not hear this from a psychologist. You will not hear, they'll tell you, this is the cause of your, this is why you're like this. See the difference? This is why you're like this. This is why it justifies your actions. Give me $350 an hour. How's that going to change the person? How's that going to change the person? Okay, Mazel talk. So you figured out why the horse is like the buggy, but your job is to be mercy. Just like your creator's merciful with you, He doesn't see. Your, your Creator, even in, on your worst day, can see a hundred good things you he did, he did that day. Even if you can't see them, He could see them. So the same thing, we have to merit this. It's not easy, believe me. I'm telling you as a Scorpio. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. But once you make that switch, the, the, the benefits of this is you're going to have ten times more energy. When you live like this and you give people the benefit of the doubt, and you, and you understand them instead of judge them, you will have so much more energy. Because you, you'll have, number one, you will not be controlled by people. And if I could tell you, anytime I do a, an Instagram Live, or it's pretty much the same questions. It's not new questions. I know the battle is, I know the battle is, but we ha- somebody has to turn on the lights in a dark room. This is the problem. This is exactly Sinat Chinam. This is exactly why the temple is being destroyed. The temple is our mindset. That is your temple. Because we're supposed to be conscious beings living with mercy and seeing the good in people not joining the hate. And this is where the heart has to open. Not the mind. It's not an intellectual thing. But we should all get to the level and say Hashem, let me even see in the, in the person who I dislike the most let me write five pages of good things about them. If you do that, I promise you, you will come to such joy in your life you'll, you'll feel like you won the lottery because you overcame the Sahara, which is controlling your life, telling you how to focus. And the more you practice at this, the more you see the beauty in people. And you'll never come to judgment. And when you don't judge others your creator doesn't judge you a beautiful life we could be living, but we have to do work It takes tremendous you have to first take out the garbage in your own life if you don't want to see the garbage in other people. If you don't take out your own garbage, you cannot do that. We are spiritually constipated today. Things are going in, but not going out. Take out the garbage. Take out the garbage They're in your own life, and everybody has garbage. Everybody has it. Everybody has garbage. But that's why we have a morning session. We take out the garbage every day. I take out the garbage every day. Sometimes the garbage fills up. Sometimes there's very little garbage. But there's garbage always. Because life, in life, you accumulate things. But at least I'm not walking around with years of garbage that people have. Years of garbage. Okay, so it's a little garbage. Okay. You're human take out the garbage, take out the garbage. You have, a, you have a, such a lighter life, things won't smell, you have more empty, you have more clarity. It's up to us, what we want. But there's a lot of garbage out there. And we're just and there's a lot of projecting there. And believe it or not, what bothers you in the media today, Rabbi Nachman says, you are a miniature world. We have the right side and we have the left. What you're seeing out there, don't think it's just, don't think that that is just the media and Trump and, and Biden. This is the mirror of the world. The consciousness of the world is you're seeing it. You're seeing it out there yourself. This is me you. We have, we have our own sides. We have the left and we have the right in our own hearts. The left doesn't hates, doesn't want to do this. The right side wants to do good. We have it. And what closes the heart is what, what's the problem? When the heart is closed, what else is closed? The mind The mind We'll stop with this one Once there was a fire in Breslov And afterwards, Reb passed by the site of the fire With a few others And saw the helpless homeowner Sifting through the ruins of his house In hope of finding at least something of salvage Reb said to his companion Did you see? Even though his house was burnt down He didn't give up and rebuilding again The same is true of our own spiritual life No matter how badly we've fallen down, you cannot give up. You have to start picking up the pieces and start rebuilding. Hashem, help us all that we should all today reconnect, take out some garbage, find some good points in people. Ask your Creator that you should merit Netzach, that you should merit the light of Rabbi Nachman the rest of your life. Light a candle for him. Remember last year I buried my son on this day. So if it wasn't for Rabbi Nachman guiding me, Believe me, you would have you would have no classes today. There was no way anybody would be prepared to be on this on, on this level if it wasn't for. And this exactly last year, I buried my son on this day, on Rabbi Nachman's side. So if I'm giving you guys hope, it's because it works. And there's there's no way, even the worst situations in life, where a person has to go through, he can get it through Rabbi Nachman's teachings. But the key is you have to go all in. This is not something. If you go all in, you're gonna receive. If you don't believe in it, if you think it's a joke, if you think this doesn't work, you will not receive. You only receive, like you said right now, I pity those two people, people who have a chance to draw me but don't, or the ones that don't have access to it. At least we have access to it. Let's, let's, let's make a decision to ch- to ch- on this holy day, you could remember, and I'll never forget this day, Believe me, also, you can change. This is the day we can change everything. Have a good day.